Hi, I'm Levi. Welcome to Maison Mission. This is episode number 29. Maison Mission is an inclusive faith community. The word Maison comes from a Greek word that means greater. The Maison Mission is all about finding greater spaces for people to hear and experience the good news of Jesus. You can find out more about Maison Mission by visiting MaisonMission.com or through the links in the description of this program. I want to take just a couple of moments here to introduce our guest speaker this morning. His name is Jonathan Sprang, and I have known him for, I guess, about going on 20 years now. He and I served together in a church in North Carolina where he was the worship pastor, I was the youth pastor, and then our families moved together uh, to a suburb of Dallas, Texas, where we started uh, Catalyst Community Church and worked together there for seven years. And so we have a long history, and he is so much more uh, than a singer with a guitar. God has put uh, a message in his heart, and I am excited for him to speak to us today about God's heart for you. I grew up in church. Uh, I was one of those kids that was at church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, youth group, all that stuff. We, uh, we spent a lot of time, a lot of time in the church. And um, the denomination I was a part of was a, a, a part of the American holiness movement. We grew out early 1900s, uh, our denomination was formed. Uh, it is built a lot around camp meetings and things like that, that type of an atmosphere. Come to the altar, get, get your, uh, confess your sins and those kind of things. Um, one of the things, one of the byproducts of that uh, being a part of our history was a lot of time, there were a lot of things that we were not able to do. Uh, so when I was growing up, we really didn't go to movies a whole bunch. Um, I also, of course, no cussing, no drinking, no smoking, those types of things. Uh, my mom uh, was actually uh, an adult before she had her ears pierced. Um, we didn't uh, go to the movies. We didn't go dancing, and those kind of things. That was that was a part of our our early history, and it, and it's still you know we're just a couple generations away from it being. Uh, pretty much common practice to dress really conservatively uh, and avoid these things um, from uh, outside the church. Now, what what this did for me, even at a young age, was it it made me uh, it it caused me to form my Christianity and my beliefs about Christianity and what it means to follow God a lot around things we do and don't do, and so uh, when I compared myself to my friends growing up, it was. A lot of like, um, my, my, my Christianity was more on things that God is against than it was things that God is for. Now, I don't know if you've, ex- you've grew up in the church that way, um, but I'm pretty sure we've all experienced that type of Christianity. We have experienced people in our lives that, that maybe meant well, but it comes across as, as judgmental or, it comes across as as, um, as hateful at times for people to, to tell us uh, that God doesn't like that or God doesn't like that or God didn't do that. Um, God doesn't want you to do that. Uh, so a lot of our a lot of our things, uh, a lot of our teachings lead us to understand God as being a God that is against. He's against us. He's against our humanity. He's against how He made us. He's against all of these things. And what gets lost in that is. 
the fact that God is for. He is for us. He is for you. So this morning we're going to talk a little bit about what it means that God is for you and where we where we come through this. Now I'll, I'll be honest, uh, as being a part of a Maison mission, you're probably already thinking a lot of these things as we've been going through this series uh, that God's heart uh, for. Uh, all these things, I can imagine that maybe some of this you've heard before, and so it's just somewhat maybe preaching to the choir. But I think some of us also are, while we might be joining in and agreeing, I think it's also good for us to continue to see all the different insides and outs of what it means to follow God and be authentic to following God, especially the God that we see uh, displayed in Jesus. So uh, excited to, to touch on this today. Now, a few weeks ago, Levi shared a good bit about the kind of the starting point of the people of God uh, that we see in Scripture that you know starts with this proclamation that God has that you are chosen not in exclusion of everyone else, but to be a people of inclusion. Like that's that's how it began. It was never meant to be a religion or uh, um, an exclusive uh, club. That's not God's chosen people. That's not what it means. What it means is God chose them to be the image bearers of this new thing that God wanted to do in the world. He created us. He made us. And he calls us good. And he wants to ensure that we are living up to to that. That we're living fully into who he made us to be. And that, that is, God is for that. He's for our flourishing. And, and that is a beautiful, beautiful story. But with anything, with any religion, with anything that takes like an organization to kind of see it flow th- forward, some of that gets lost along the way. The original adopters might have understood it that way, but as generations pass and as people go on, uh, you, you see where it just kind of, we start building walls around what really makes us this type of a people. And we see that through the Old Testament. We see over and over again where uh, the people of God continue to make mistakes, continue to make mistakes. And along the way, God never gives up on them. And that right there is uh, is a testament that God is for us. Uh, And that's something that we can be excited about. Now, by the time it gets to where Jesus shows up on the scene and Jesus uh, sees what's going on, there's, there's different people uh, the religious leaders are in charge. That are in charge are really, really power hungry. And while maybe there was like an, an original intent that was wholesome and, and pure, by the time we get there, people Jesus is interacting with, they they have a lot of power. They have a lot of of, of investment in this power structure, and so therefore Jesus. Pretty much everything Jesus does just flies in the face of the organization that they've set up. One of those things is uh, who can come to worship. And there are people um, that are just not allowed to be a part of the community. And uh, one of those groups is the lepers. Uh, they were skin disease. Uh, they, there was a lot of fear around that. And so they had to pretty much separate themselves from all society. Imagine, you know, basically COVID-19 for the rest of your life. You're, uh, you're secluded with only your, the people that also have your disease and you can never be around anybody else, including being a part of the worshiping community. So the lepers were one of those groups. 
if you go a, a little step further, women were also a part of those groups uh, that were not allowed to fully participate in worship. They, were, they could be a part of one part of the temple, but not go further deeper into the temple, uh, the different layers of the temple, because they were women. And then there's also um, the, the people that were non-Jewish. These were commonly referred to in the Bible as Gentiles. They were also not allowed to enter deeper into, they had an area of worship that they could participate in, but then they couldn't go into the temple and be a part of the full worship gathering. It was limited to this exclusive group. When Jesus comes on the scene in, in the book of John, he, he basically takes all of these things uh, by storm. Uh, there's, there's moments uh, in the gospels that Jesus speaks to lepers he touches lepers. He heals lepers. And in doing so, it's basically saying, putting on display that God is for you. God is for you. And you can participate in this thing that he wants to do in the world. There's another story in John where there's a woman at a well. And she's there in the middle of the day, in the heat of the day. And men and women weren't supposed to talk to each other if they weren't married. Uh, at that age and Gentiles and Jews weren't really ones to communicate to each other either but Jesus sits down and starts talking to her and sharing with her and, and, and asking her questions and she's like kind of putting her hands up at first like why are you why are you doing this why are you talking to me but then one of the craziest things is after a while after talking with Jesus for a while she even asks him about worship and she goes well well you know some say that we should worship in Jerusalem but some say we should worship on this mountain and Jesus basically says like listen like there's going to come a day where it doesn't matter where you worship because you're going to just be able to worship with a full heart no matter where you are there's another passage in the book of John where Jesus is having a heated a heated argument and I love the book of John for this because uh, the gospel according to John Jesus is constantly going at the religious leaders of the day trying to get them to see you're missing the point with all of these things that you guys have established, you're missing the point of what God intended for things to be. And so he's having this conversation, this deep conversation with the religious leaders. And he starts to use this language of, of a shepherd and a sheep. He talks about himself as being the gate to the pen that the sheep, he's the one that lets, lets the sheep in and lets the sheep out. Um, and then there's this one moment where I, I just it just hit me and, and maybe one day I'll be able to do an entire sermon on it uh, because it's just, it hits me so beautifully. He says, I even have people that are outside of this sheep pen that I have to talk to and I have to bring them in and they will hear me and they will hear my voice. So these people that the Jewish religious leaders of the day might consider outsiders, Jesus is saying, no, they're a part of this thing too. They're a part of this thing. And if you look at all of those moments the people that the religious wanted out, the people that the Jewish religion wanted to keep out of their worship, Jesus is going right for them and saying, God is for you. You're lepers. You are now clean. Come to worship. Women, you are now here. Let's go. Let's worship. And those of you that are Gentiles, you're a part of my sheep pen too. And I really just see that over and over again throughout the gospel. Jesus goes to those that are disenfranchised, those that are the outsiders, and he says, and he welcomes them in. And he's just saying over and over again with those actions, God is for you. No matter where you're at, 
God is for you. Even to the point where Jesus is on the cross, he's been he's been basically uh, hung from this cross, put on display for his uh, going against the religious leaders and saying uh, that they're missing the point. And even while he's on the cross, looking at the people that are crucifying him, even at that moment, he still calls out to his father and says, forgive them. Forgive them. So even in his death, he still did not stop saying, God is for you. No matter who you are, no matter where you're from, no matter what you're thinking, no matter what you're feeling about this God this morning, it does not change the thoughts and the feelings and the dreams that God has for you. He is on your side. He is for your success. He is for your flourishing as a human, as a being of love and light to the world. That's what God is for. Now, that brings uh, a lot of us here today. A lot of us have seen uh, the toxicness that, Christi- that some Christianity can have. We've seen it when we see so many people that are they're basing their Christian faith on the things that they're against, the movements they're against, the, the, the organizations they're against, the people they're against, the people that they want to keep out of their worship. We see that over and over again in our culture And so a lot of us have gathered here at Maison because we believe there's something greater that God wants to do. There's something greater that God wants to be in us and through us. He wants to use us to show the world. You've heard the story in this one way, but we're here to tell you it's greater than that. So that's why we're gathered. That's why we worship together. That's why we are here together is because we believe that God wants, that God is for those that many would say are outsiders, God is for them. So what do we do now? How do we take this uh, to the world? How do we take this to the next level? If we know that God is for us, we know that God is for others, then what do we do with that? Well, I think uh, while there's a lot of different things, that different aspects of this that we could uh, make practical and we could go and figure out different ways that we can show showcase this to our community. I think the foundation and what we what we can do and we can say with certainty is that it starts with an open heart. It starts with an open mind. It starts with an open arms and open doors. We have to just embrace the world, embrace the people that we come in contact with with openness and have these conversations and show them, hey, God is for you. The only way that they're going to see that God is for them is when we show that we are also for them. That's what God is calling us to do today, to live out this faith in such a way that it shows the world, it shows everybody that we come in contact with that the God that we worship, the God of the scripture, the God that Jesus is putting on display for us in these scriptures is a God that is for humanity. The last thing I want to share with you today is a song. And I'm going to put the link in the broadcast uh, notes uh, below this video. Uh, and it's a song by a lady named Nicole Nordeman. And she's a contemporary Christian artist. Uh, she's 
been around a while. She's not necessarily hitting any top charts these days or anything like that, but she played a huge role in my development uh, of my of my belief system. Uh, she was the first artist I ever heard, Christian artist in particular, that challenged um, the status quo. She's the first artist that I ever heard questioning God and 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 going through questioning the way that she was interacting with the world around her in the music in such a raw and 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 visceral way. Um, she has this song uh, that that I think is really fitting for for this topic and for this for this moment for this sermon. Um, and I just want to sh- share the lyrics with you uh, for the first verse and the chorus uh, to give you some background in the song. But um, it starts off with, Oh, the days that I drew lines around my faith to keep you out, to keep me in, to keep it safe. Oh, the day of sense of my own self-entitlement to say who's wrong, who doesn't belong or cannot stay. Because somebody somewhere decided we'd be better off divided. But somehow, despite the damage done, he says, come. There is room enough for all of us. Please come. And his arms are open wide enough. Please come. For our parts are never greater than the sun. This is the heart of the one who stands before an open door and bids us come. God is a God uh, that many of us have heard about being against a lot of things. But this morning, we've seen the God of Scripture, the God that Jesus puts on display with his life and his teachings is a God that is for. He is for you. He is for us. And he is for the world. We have a few reminders before you go. Our Maison Kids ministry is kicking things off this summer with a Maison Kids pool party. Families with elementary kids are gathering together for a pool party on Saturday, July 17th. If you'd like more information, register on the digital connect card found in the links in the description of this program. Maison Mission is a non-denominational church. These programs and conversations are only possible through the financial support and donations from people just like you. If our program encouraged you today, consider supporting the Maison Mission with a one-time gift or on a recurring basis. You can give through MaisonMission.com and follow the link to give. You can also text the dollar amount to 84321 and follow the links to Maison Mission. We will also be displaying our giving links on a slide at the conclusion of this program. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you have a fantastic week.